0: Welcome to The Average Shepherd, my name is Father Sam French, and today is Friday in the third week of Eastertide, and today's homily is called Chew on This, and we are reading from John chapter 6. Let's begin. The Jews started arguing with one another. How can this man give us his flesh to eat, they said. Jesus replied, I tell you most solemnly, if you do not eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will not have life in you. Anyone who does eat my flesh and drink my blood has eternal life, and I shall raise him up on the last day. For my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood lives in me, and I live in him. As I, who am sent by the living Father, myself draw life from the Father. So whoever eats me will draw life from me. This is is the bread come down from heaven. Not like the bread our ancestors ate, they are dead. But anyone who eats this bread will live forever. He taught this doctrine at Capernaum in the synagogue. The Gospel of the Lord. I think, apart from the words of institution themselves, this is my body spoken at the Last Supper, today's gospel from John chapter 6 is perhaps Jesus' clearest ever teaching on the sacrament of the Eucharist. Now, to fully appreciate what was happening in the Capernaum synagogue that day, we have to put ourselves in the shoes and in the mindset of a first century Jew. By declaring before them that he was the bread of life, Jesus would have astonished his listeners. Now just imagine hearing these words for the first time ever without the context that we have in the modern church today. Imagine hearing this for the first time. I tell you most solemnly, if you do not eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you will not have life in you. Now, admittedly, even to modern ears, this sounds wild enough. But for the Jews of the time, especially those who didn't have faith in the person of Jesus as the Messiah, this would have been tantamount to blasphemy. We know this because things started getting heated in the audience that day. The word in English uh, is used here is uh, they started arguing with one another. But in Greek, the word is makamai, which is literally the Jews started fighting one another. Well, we have to ask ourselves the question, why? Well, it's because according to the Law of Moses, God says in Leviticus 17, For the life of every creature is the blood of it. Therefore I have said to the sons of Israel, You shall not eat the blood of any creature. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. So you can imagine there might have been some out there in the audience waiting for Jesus to tone down the language, to eventually explain that what he was teaching them was just a strange and over-the-top metaphor. But that moment never comes. In fact, Jesus doubles down and his language only becomes more intense and even more literal. In verse 54, Jesus says, He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And the Greek word here for eat does not translate to something nice in English like consume or take part in. The word Jesus uses is trogone, which is more like chew or to gnaw on. And the point I'm trying to make here is that Jesus was not using poetic or metaphorical language. He meant what he said and he said what he meant. And when we hold today's passage... From John chapter 6, alongside the Last Supper, there can be no doubt in our mind that the bread and wine we consume in the Eucharist is truly the body and the blood of Jesus. So what happens to us? What happens within us when we eat the body and blood of Jesus in the Eucharist? Well, the Lord himself tells us today, As I, who am sent by the living Father, myself draw life from the Father, so whoever eats me will draw life for me. We draw life, we become more like Jesus every time we receive the sacrament. St Cyril of Alexandria described it this way in the 4th century, As two pieces of wax fused together make one, So he who receives Holy Communion is so united with Christ that Christ is in him and he is in Christ. So to receive Jesus in the Eucharist today is the most profound and highest expression of our loving relationship available to us in this life. This miraculous sacrament in which Christ himself becomes our food is the embodiment of God's burning love for us, God's desire to be one with us, not just in this life, but also into eternity. In that sense, the Eucharist is a foretaste of heaven. Yet sometimes we approach the altar with distracted minds and indifferent hearts. Sometimes we treat Jesus in the Eucharist as routine, diminishing the gravity of the intimate union we are called to share with our Lord. See, Jesus comes to us in the Eucharist, but if we greet him with indifference and with doubt and with an unprepared heart, we diminish our capacity to receive the graces that he wants to pour out into us. So today, when we approach the altar... Let's pray to the Holy Spirit now that our hearts be made ready to receive the Lord of Lords. Sometime in the near future, let's commit ourselves to going to the sacrament of confession, to receive healing and prepare a throne room in our soul to receive him into ourselves worthily. Let's spend some time in prayer and reading today or sometime this week, meditating on the profound gift that Jesus has given us in his body, blood, soul and divinity contained within the gift of the Eucharist. We ask this in the holy name of Jesus, through the intercession of our blessed mother Mary, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want to help me spread the word and The Average Shepherd podcast, you can do so by putting this on social media or sharing the link with anyone you think might benefit. Thank you and God bless.